A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Sassafras Saloon of this podcast. Oh, yes. So glad you brought that up. uh, Just poured us a cup of coffee, but time for the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first of all, a name like Sassafras Saloon. Let's start start there. What's up with that? I I have been there for a birthday party years ago, and it was like the upstairs room, and you had to like be on a list. It wasn't a like celebrity thing, but I just... I think the fact that I had to go and be on a list kind of left a bad taste in oh, my mouth. Of also, course, of course. location, god awful. I hate, I hate it. But I also work for like the competing bar group. Yeah. So it's hard for me to be fair, but it's like, I well, don't like Bigfoot. Me. I don't like any of those fucking places. The like, never been. Ugh. 
Also, for anyone outside of Los Angeles County, the fucking L.A. Sheriff's Department had a big old party, no mass. Some people also work in prisons because it was sheriffs and also like parolee prison attendants. So these are people who are probably infecting people in jail, which that's those numbers have already been off the chain. So this is all fucked up. This great group, The Knock, which is like a grassroots I don't even know how you describe it, like anarchist journalism group went and just got all this footage of these sheriffs just straight up having a massless, like Selena party, which it was so well, annoying. Alleged, alleged. I mean, sheriffs. alleged. We, we, we also had people that we think could have been members of the LAPD. Right. They're not sure. The, the sheriff's department declines to comment really but (laughs) but they got them because they they got them just straight up like admitting on tape that they were like we need for like what did they say for insurance purposes yeah yeah that was state your name and whether or not you have a temperature which which is the funniest thing in the world and also saying like are you here for the lasd party yes yeah yeah. okay and of course i guess that could mean the the luchador assassin squad i guess that'd be more scandalous yeah. too but yeah get if you want some good internet gossip that's really it's it's the the sad part the 2020 of it all is it's not even that mind-blowing it's like oh no. of course like of course you're having private parties when you shouldn't well be. also like i'm as far as i'm concerned like i'm pretty sure they have a license 48 which is they're not allowed to be open, regardless of. Oh, they do. Who the yeah, party is for. There were just a what. bar, no food. Like, should be. Yeah. In theory, should be fully closed. And there are places that are open, so it's like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Like, there are pla- there are restaurants with alcohol where you could have had a legitimate event with tables six feet apart and like Mm -hmm. done it really in a way where it wasn't a bunch of people indoors with masks on like with no masks on you know it's interesting too thinking because that party whether you knew the inside information that it's probably allegedly the sheriffs and police officers and um prison patrol whatever i don't know what they're called um but that party was so visible from the street there's loud music and this is in hollywood it's not like in the middle of nowhere like any if i was walking by i'd be like oh my god all those people are having a massless party i'm not a person to call the cops i'm sure somebody saw the cops or wanted to call the cops on that probably did and guess what if it's a cop party no cops are coming to bust up that party that's how the cookie crumbles they did two sweeps of the street, like, right before the event took place, which was, like, to me, the most fucked up part. Right. That they, they, they like, came and it. cleared out the homeless encampments that oh. were in the area and, like, like two right in a row shortly before this event, which is, like... It's just really fucked up because those they're like semi-permanent housing. If you've never, I'm sure there are a lot of listeners that have never like experienced, um, like <laughs> this hor- <laughs> horrifying city. But like, they're essentially small communities that unhoused people have created, and they have belongings and like, it's not. Well, obviously want, if you find a permanent spot, lodging yeah. but it is like a spot that they've kind of got mm-hmm. and they're usually within a certain distance of uh shelters and like 
it, it, it's usually really, really difficult once they get swept and, like, they take all their belongings, they take them away, they, like, mm-hmm. once they reestablish that spot again and then they do it again, it's, like, it's so fucked up what you're doing so that you can have a fucking party. Yeah. Well, and they just well, I mean, do that's... it all the time anyways. Like, the sweeping, the homeless, and can- what you're saying, there's this, like, I think it was either the Knock or Ground game, the same organizations that have been doing grassroots journalism because, guess what? ABC7 doesn't give a shit if cops are having a party. Mm-hmm. Their viewpoint of the reporting of police is really different than, I think, what most people want to see or hear. And yeah, there's people who they get their tent swept away for what? It's not solving any of the problem. And then they lose their driver's license or their paperwork or just any like they're it's their stuff. Like just leave them be. Anyway, sorry, Julia, to interrupt. No, I was just gonna say, I mean, that's the 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 fucking cops in general mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't I truly don't understand um like bad PR moves at this time when it's like <laughs> I get I get it that like a bunch of us want to have like a secret party masks li- maskless mm-hmm. and and all of that like it, I uh again in an effort I don't want to like humanize the cops in quotes but it's also just like how fucking dumb are you like not even uh, agree with everything you both have said and it, it is uh, I mean it's abhorrent And uh, when we factor in the exposure to people who have no choice but to be exposed in prisons to Mm -hmm. even just other, like, yeah, it's just on on every level, it's fucked up. I was doing that. I was working. My boss texted me to come into work one day and was like, we have this huge event for HBO. And I was like, event? But I was working at the other bar. (laughs) Yeah, I was freaking out. I'm like, I was working at the other bar. So I'm like, I'm going to drive by there and see what, and it was, what it was, was he was pre-bottling a bunch of cocktail to go uh, for people that work on an HBO show uh-huh. for their like season wrap thing. It wasn't like an event at the bar or whatever. It wasn't yeah, a sassafras, it was sold like get that. down. <laughs> yeah. So I was like freaking out, but it's like, even that, I'm like, if my boss can figure that out. That, like, yeah. we can do something that's, like, at home, whatever thing. Yeah. That you can fucking figure it out. Well, and- well, that's what I mean. It's just so, it is so insanely. But that, I think, speaks to what the cops are, is that they truly feel that they are above any of these things, which in a lot of ways they are. And that's the big problem with with policing. Well, and I'm going to, this is, again, all this alleged safe to assume. Safe to assume this party with government employees are or city employees was probably funded by x who is that funded by is that funded by the police department or is that funded by the money they steal off people when they arrest people or is that funded by i mean again if anyone wants to get a deep hole deep hole right now allegedly so many sheriffs in the sheriff's department are in a very brutal gang that is very much acknowledged um i'm gonna leave it at that because i guess i no, I don't want to be on a recorded record talking about this gang for too long. But again, I think someone paid for that. Who paid for that? I doubt it was a bunch of dudes throwing in 20 bucks to get the a bar to open for a night and have probably, uh, you know, all you can drink or whatever the fuck. That was, that was, that news was so wild, but also it, in this landscape, it's been such like a, oh yeah, of course, they, 
they're really it feels like they're having those last hurrahs right now because there is we are so close to police reform we are so close to something switching so wouldn't you if you were on like the team that could do whatever the fuck you wanted all the time and you're already engrossed in power you're like fuck it massless party fuck it i'm i'm actually just gonna mace people on camera and it doesn't it doesn't seem to be mattering like it i mean it does matter like again and everyone out there protesting and working so hard against this it does matter but that's their i think that is their mindset right now of like i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it i'm being filmed i'm being whatever last hurrah we're going out guns blazing literally flames of glory which i don't agree with which i don't agree with at all but well like the the restaurant the bar that they claim they have food which by the way the patio there is so small i've been there it's the small, like, there's no chance of hanging out outside in that place at all. And inside's not open here. It's a saloon. The name, and, I mean, I've never yeah. been, but the name is Saloon. It looked like a saloon. It looked tight. It looked compact. It's, it's cute, and, you know, it's all very uh, designed very well. Um, but, like, whether it was, like, the corrections people or the police or the sheriffs or, you know, the, the bar says it was a party for first responders. They tried to make it seem like they were doing something noble, which is hilarious. Oh, but my God. These are the people that are inter- interacting with the general public more than anyone else. So that's what really, yeah. th- like, whether it's, like, correction facility people or, you know, actual police that are pulling you over or, like, the sheriffs and highway patrol people, it's, like, they are the ones most likely to spread this thing. And that's what's frustrating. And, like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad for the people who work there because everyone's, like, fuck this place boycott. But it's, like, if you if your boss tells you you have to come into work, you can't just be, like, boycotting, like, yeah. <laughs> working or whatever, even mm-hmm. if you know it's not, wrong. And not in, this, like, not in this climate. Not when people you also, are an inch away from house. Like what we talked before, everyone's an inch away from houselessness right now. Everyone. I mean, unless besides like the one person, obviously, and like those are who are trust funds and supported. But right now, everyone is is figuring it out and fighting. I mean, are cops, do they think they're first responders now? Is that like, is that where the the like crossfire is? They are. I mean, technically. They are like technically. The people who you call, but like. But when I hear first responders, I'm thinking EMT. I'm thinking nurse or even like a grocery clerk over a fucking cop. Well, everyone else, if you've listened to this podcast, you, you know, (laughs) I guess like where, (laughs) where we're leading all this, but no, that was, oh my God. Wow. Uh, yeah. Morning. Morning. <laughs> We're recording at four That's in the morning. The we just felt like getting so up. Cute. We're on a new wake up challenge. Just kidding. No, but I do oh love God. that we're recording this so damn early in the morning because I crave being a morning person. My sixth house, which we'll get to one day, is begging for it. But I, uh, I'm too early. I just love sleep. I, it's an internal battle every day of waking well, up early there's... but wanting to sleep in forever. I think there's a difference between like I don't know because I I I don't I like morning stuff too, but also sometimes it's like morning is not necessarily for like talking and mm. 
you know, like watching TV going right. Yeah. It's like you get up and you like move around or you like do your, you do a quiet, like contemplative thing is like mm-hmm. how I feel morning is for not to tell anybody how to do anything, but I do. Someone's think like, that, wait, like, I binge all my shows at six from six to eight yeah. before I go to work. I, I used I'm, to do that as a kid all the a lot, waking up early to ooh. watch TV and then go about my business. I can't. If I watch TV in the morning, my day is done because I love, I mean, I just like love, I fucking love TV. Um, But also (laughs) it's just like, it's the momentum thing. If I'm not like doing, if I'm not doing things that are like preparing me to have a uh, like productive day, it's, it's over. Mm -hmm. I love a natural wake up. Same. Uh, No alarm. And it doesn't matter what time. Like, so if if I just woke up at 7.30, have a nice day. If I Mm -hmm. just wake up at 11, sounds great. Alarm? I don't know why. Bothers me. No, I get that. Because I think that's what I mean, too, about this, like, we got to, like, be a morning person or do any of those things where it's also, like, if you're tired, you're going to – it doesn't matter if you, like – set it up right or whatever like you're gonna be tired and it's gonna be like productive to what end Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think a lot of people especially right now because we're like not so much now and I know we've talked about this before about like finding ways to be productive and do these things like I don't know if people actually are thinking about what their uh like goal is Mm -hmm. in productivity where I've seen a lot of people you know, I'm keeping busy, I'm doing this thing. And I'm like, but what are you like trying to do? Because if you're not trying to do something, there's no point of being busy other than just like adding extra stress and um, meaningless kind of like self, uh, what's the word, like cutting yourself off from connection with people or doing things that you like or like eating things that you like or whatever it is so it's like if you don't have a specific reason to be doing something you're kind of just wasting as much time just because you're moving faster doesn't mean you're not wasting time Mm -hmm. I love the natural wake up because it makes sense right like if you're more tired one day your body's like sleep in my love if you're ready to go in the morning you're ready to go in the morning I think my body just tends to say sleep in my love. <laughs> and then I, and then I that natural – the thing is when that natural wake-up happens, I, like, be awake. I'm like, yes, it is 7.20. I will get up. And for everyone who wakes up at 3 or 4, I'm so sorry if you're like, Jesus, bitches, get the fuck out of bed. But I'll, like, see it and I'm like, I acknowledge you. I'm awake. My brain is awake. But 10 – I do the 10 more minutes and then it all – crumbles but it's fine I'm yeah not, again quarantine pandemic time has been an interesting test in what i like and what i don't like and doing these things and i think maybe it's 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 both i love i do love to sleep and i love to wake up early and whatever happens that day happens that day but i can't i will get up if i have something scheduled in the morning and i i have that airport feeling like i like i wake up 20 minutes before mm-hmm. the alarm if i if i will set an alarm just as backup but I'll like I'll just ping up because I'm like they're the girls they're waiting for me like I can feel <laughs> that um that obligation not that it's an obligation but you know like I have something to yeah. do so get the fuck mm-hmm. up no I get that I think I mean yeah I guess my question would be like do you feel like you're wasting your day because you're not up or you're just like oh I should be a morning person you know, that's more my question I think I just get sad when I get up. And I blink and it's already the afternoon 
and I'm like, mm-hmm. where'd that morning go? I, I just, I like the quiet of the morning. I do like the calm mm-hmm. of the morning. I like its vibe. Like, tr- mm-hmm. I, I would love to be, uh, like, on a lake with a coffee. Like, this is what I imagine mornings. It feels good. It's, yes. But I'm also was, like, such a night owl my whole life. Like, minimum go to bed, 3 o'clock, like, not even partying. Just, like, I'm awake. Like, I've always stayed up super late. And now I'm just – you just have to go to bed early, too. That's the mm-hmm. other – well, go to bed at 10 p.m. is, like – You really do. It's a hack. Life hack, go to bed at 10 p.m. You'll wake up know, naturally eight hours like, late. I know. It's so early. I think it's early as fuck. I, I know. Then you smoke – and then also the other thing I'm trying to – this is my – just, again, very mercurial. I'm just sampling things. You know, I was smoking weed too late at night, too – not not as good i like it because it knocks me out but also i think my sleep is almost too heavy because it's so weed soaked that then it it it's like slug morning i don't know these are the things mm-hmm. I'm, now i'm trying no, joints that I mean, are a little more cbd than thc which is also a new okay sampling sampling i like train. i like a kind of sluggish morning feel it doesn't bother me unless i have stuff to do i guess mm. it doesn't bother me to be like a little still high from an edible last night Mm, at all maybe i should lean into the slug i guess i'm like wake up and i'm like why am i not fresh or like just why am get I not... high again that's like, a good idea <laughs> yeah just smoke weed in the morning and then I you'll do, be like oh I... I did it to myself on purpose okay <laughs> weed weed and coffee though are perfect together i it's think the it's, the, it's the best it's fuck your peas and carrots it's weed and coffee it just mm. they pair so nicely the the high like the mellow high with the buzz of a cold brew i mean what like this is what we wake up for in the morning people <laughs> or try to wake up or try to wake up for shit should i go grab perfect i should i go grab some weed no i'm just kidding i know i, I like, actually I really have to pee, pee. Right so <laughs> if you want to i have to pee okay I'll yeah. pause it Okay. Right. At least I love when you tell me to do something because I hear that chorus. I'm like, I will go. Okay. Yes. Yes, You're ma'am. Like, you know what? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get this. <laughs> go get this damn this damn food. All right. Where were right. we? <laughs> also, I was just thinking about this theme of this episode. I feel like I feel like so many people have been like, if you can, or or at least maybe it doesn't have to cost money, but like I feel like redecorating and getting our home spaces the way we want them to be or it's the way the function. Right now I'm on a desk hunt. I'm searching for a desk mm. for the living room. Gonna get rid of couch number two because we've mm. got bigger couch number one. So that whole window area is gonna be like a plant workspace now because I'm, okay. I've just come to terms with if people – when and if people come over again, I have enough seating. I don't know why I was obsessed with having tons of like soft seating, which was is nice. But like either way, if more than five people are in my apartment, it's going to be like, okay, I got to pull a chair from the kitchen. It's it's already like a Lego mm-hmm. combobulation fest. So I'm... I'm you got to make it so it works for you ex- and your like exact- day-to-day event, event living. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we're not having many of those now, but also like that's the exception, not the, ex- the rule. Mm-hmm. I was going to say um, a wall desk, but if you're doing it in that little in that window, then you, I mean, the world's your oyster. Yeah. I, the bedroom, it's just, I don't know where it would go. And God, no, I, I have just have so much shit. I need that storage space. I need a shelf. I need like, I need drawers. 
I think it's got to go in the living room with that big window. I mean, that window is so prime. It's green city. And then if I get a nice, I'm, I'm trying to find either like a plexiglass clear desk or one that's very, like you can see, like, I don't want a big clunker. I want like a, mm-hmm. a wispy, but still functional writing desk. Basically, that's like all, that's all I want in this world. Because we use our kitchen yeah. table as a desk. And then, then we have laptops all over the kitchen table. Then we don't eat at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dare I, dare I go on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we're talking about the fourth house today. So, I mean, I feel like it's, it's all going to be, uh, low key triggering because we are all are <laughs> privileged to have to have a home space yeah. to, to complain and and rant about and totally. um all of those things so acknowledging that right up top um that that is not a privilege that everyone has and even if you are even if you have a home some people are sharing with big families and all mm-hmm. of that so you know we acknowledge right out the gate um that space but also just like having it makes sense because it's like even speaking of it outside of a a physical home space, you know, the fourth house, it does, it does represent your physical home, your family, your, your parents specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also, you know, the most private lowest point of your chart as well. And so I think just thinking of it in whatever way we're talking is like, your personal space even going back to talking about the sassafras stuff of like people need having personal space and having a like private Mm -hmm. area or whatever is like human rights it's like the most basic (laughs) dignity that everyone needs and you need to be able to I think some people are forced to have to find find that more internally and more in a like uh, uh, abstract kind of way if you don't have a physical home. But I think for a lot of people that your physical home is is your most private. I mean, it's where you like keep your things. And I think when we think of that both literally and metaphorically, it can kind of help us figure out how we need to organize those things in order to be out in the world in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. And I think that this example of like, okay, well, my home, my private space now needs to also be my workspace. So how do I organize those things? So it's not, so I don't have laptops all over the dinner table or whatever, even, and, and again, not to say that everybody has the the luxury of doing that, but it, even if it's like, okay, I, I know that I need to take my laptop when I'm done off the table and put it down on the thing so now this space can be a table Mm -hmm. a free yeah like shelving storage all all that things of just like um feeling like your home and again when we get to the planets later too is interesting thinking of how they will feel i don't i don't have a a planet in the fourth house so it's i don't know it's just been something that's like i get it it's like home it's my stuff it's this and it's like yeah exactly what you said Homes, this is like possibly a very trigger warning episode because like home spaces are can be a goddamn mess figuratively or literally. And same with family, like our family structures got every no, no one's the same. No two, no two people have the same upbringing. I mean, maybe if you're twins, but you know what I mean? Like it's all so varied, even then so varied, you're your own person with agency. And yes, it all is very different. I just realized that I have. Neptune in the fourth on my exactly conjunct my IC in Capricorn. And I have had my mom has always worked, not worked from home, but there's always been like a home office. 
and a big as has my dad there has always been very bad boundaries about home and work oh interesting which I have not put together until now and I'm the same way now I at one point I like lived literally lived with my boss no in my work and the office was in my bedroom Oh, like the whole th- like all of these things I have terrible boundaries with <laughs> Neptune I mean, Whoa, it's all the, like that's so interesting I I just put that like what, that equation together now where I'm like oh there's another thing too yeah. sorry Lisa you were gonna say something oh I was gonna say that I think we also like we have it's the IC there mm-hmm. which often can represent parents and then we have this idea of tradition, too, in the fourth house. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, that is learned in the home in a way mm-hmm. where it's, like, what we do, um, what we celebrate, mm-hmm. what we, like, all that kind of stuff, which it can be super problematic. And, like, mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I don't know. I, d- I definitely think my home life was different probably than a lot of other people in the world in, in a good way. But I also like have developed my own traditions, like during this, like being locked down and everything, I have started like moving furniture, not like permanently, but like some nights or if stuff I have to do in the morning, like even something like this, I might have to do in the morning. I'll like move the coffee table into the, um, the kitchen mm-hmm. and like move all the furniture out of the living room so that I just have like a big open space and like candles or stretch or like have it where I'm like, and it kind of feels like a different room, mm-hmm. which is really nice. It feels like there's a different like kind of energy and flow that happens. And I think like we're kind of taught not to do that kind of stuff where it's like, we're not, we're taught like same with like the office bedroom. It's mm-hmm. like, you're taught that like, well, the desk is in here, so, like, when we do work, we go in here mm-hmm. instead of, like, oh, well, I sleep in here, so when I do work, I come out, or, like, the desk comes out with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to, like, find those small, like, things that you can do in your house that make it feel like, yeah, especially right now, if you need a space to, like, do yoga, the whole time, I, like, the first month and a half of quarantine, I was just doing yoga where I would kick the table every morning. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. just move the fucking table out for yeah. an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I know it's not, um, I just think I associate so much fourth house with Capricorn Saturn kind of ideas because that's where mine is. My moon is there too. And and so, but I think that there is something um I think that like the way to approach the fourth house as adults is remembering exactly what you said, that now you do have this agency because obviously when you're growing up, you are at the mercy of, of your home life to a certain extent. You don't, depending on the circumstances, you have more or less agency, but it is also, you know, thinking about these houses of the first house really being the only one that is us, the the person, and the rest of them being kind of outside forces and circumstances and outside areas that are outside our like physical body. Mm-hmm. You know, your fourth house is like what your parents, what your home decides for you. And so, and I think in a lot of times we are trained that like, you can't move the table cause it's not your table. You didn't, I mean, I'm thinking right. of like the real cliche kind of, 
um, TV sitcom thing where it's like, did you pay for that? Like, you don't pay for anything in this house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you which don't was feel which was my mom, literally like to mm-hmm. a T in my house, like thinking about yeah that ownership of now because like even those I think it's interesting too to think of this chart. The fourth house made me really really realize everything's not as much in. We have it now, but we're going to feel the way our fourth house was used back in the day. And we're going to feel how our fourth house was used 10 years ago. And we're going to feel how our fourth house was used now. And I think this applies now. Now I'm realizing it applies to all these houses and all these interactions we're having in the Zodiac Wheel. Because I do have some traits from my mother's house that I don't agree with. She, I have Libra uh, cusp for fourth house. And I mean, I love a nice decorated home. My mom's an interior designer. We've had her on the Patreon pod. She's a psycho. Love her. But she has a, I'm realizing now she has like a Virgo cusp fourth house. And her, like, she's being an interior designer, she always had new furniture because she'd take clients' furniture. She always had new this. We couldn't keep cups on certain tables because, like, this is like a showroom, right? Like, everything was pristine. If a tennis game's going on, she has gumballs that are tennis balls in a, in a cup. Like everything is curated. Like it's so nice. And I'm like a bit of a Libra, like, whoops, I left my shoes. I always have shoes everywhere. Like I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit more lax in the home and even growing up organization and stuff. And maybe this is where I'm triggered from morning wake ups and wanting to be productive and all this stuff too, is my mom would always buy me these bins to go under my bed the shoe bins the this bin I fucking hate under the bed bins and if they work for you god bless but I just I was growing up and she'd be like you put it in the bin and I'm like I can't I don't know why I can't put these things in bins I like to see them up I like to see it I would rather have all like my necklaces on hanging and stuff I can see than like packaged and stored like I'm just I don't have that organizing brain like that I think that that's good if we're talking about this like as reflective of emotional states and things like that mm-hmm. as a compartmentalizer as a like let's put it in a bin thing. Mm-hmm. I do think there is something to be said about like no we like to see what what you have and also these ideas that it's like some things are supposed to be hidden and some things are not where it's like uh even even like in a feng shui sense like under the bed is absolute no-no I know obviously some people because of just space concerns you have to do it it's the same thing where it's like you can't life life happens but in in a um like emotional sense it is like stuffing that repressing energy repressing things and it's like shoving these things out of the way that are not meant to be seen Mm -hmm. and I so I think that 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 um having that idea of like no we put things on display or whatever is actually really like healthy and and beautiful and I can see how that would be at odds with a like curated home because I I I feel both sides of it yeah yeah and I think that's totally I mean people's homes I feel like I don't know and I'm sure there's a wider range but I feel like we got our straight up messy folks we got our clean freaks, and then we have people <laughs> who probably oscillate t- towards somewhere in that spec. It's like a Kinsey scale of like how we like our homes to function, and uh, yeah, it's it's just so we have just uh, me and like the house I grew up, in. and then my dad's gone. My dad's studio apartment was the opposite on the side, sad side mess. But it's all interesting how it c- can hopefully give you those discerning decisions of like okay I did like this I did like having gumballs in a bowl that was nice but I don't like feeling like I have to follow 
the same cleaning or organization steps if they don't work for you. I mean, it's such like learning capabilities too. Like, well, I think it's also interesting to think about the houses of how they, and like, we'll get to it more when we get to like the other houses as well. But Mm -hmm. again, remembering that like, if the first house is the only one that really represents you, the way that we get these other house significations is for how they interact with the first house. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, when we think about our fourth house, like you said, sometimes you aren't going to like notice or realize how, how it impacted the way that you live, but you will notice it when you are like looking at it in, in relationship to how you like project out into the public in your 10th house, or when you start living with a partner or you live with, or even just a roommate, not necessarily to like romanticize it. But like when you start interacting with people, you get that square from your fourth house, like Mm -hmm. the angles, when you think about the foundation that it creates and how that also then like, what, how does your fourth house set you up to project your ascendant sign out and all of those that like, so when we think about it that way, I think it can maybe help us be, let feel less kind of a victim of the circumstance of our fourth house and Mm -hmm. more like, okay, this is what the, this is what the foundation looks like in my angles on my chart. So Mm -hmm. how is that gonna, like, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not anything that you can control because it's your fourth house. You have no, you have no choice in it. This is the circumstances that you're brought into. However, now that you know what your like root system looks like what do you need what adjustments and things do you need to be aware of in order to you know I'm thinking of like a literal tree that's like in my in my uh Minnesota my parents and my grandparents built a house there and there's like a tree that was in the the ground that they built the house around Mm -hmm. In like a lot of what like literally left the tree intact and like not obviously not like the branches or whatever, but these things of like, okay, well, some things you can't, you have to build around um, or whatever. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't build there, but mm-hmm. like you are going to have to make adjustments for things that you, that were put in place with beyond your control. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I have um, this class in college this professor like hated me and I think like it was kind of because of this but I think I was also just like a lazy student in that class and I think professors like can tell and they hate that um but she did a lot of like um these like a b c d quizzes that were like not actually quizzes about the material but about our lives Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like finding percentages of like how many people brush their teeth before class or like stuff like that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and one of them was um about our Thanksgiving. Ah. And she asked like who cleans up. And I like I she had put a joke answer that I didn't know was a joke because in my house we have 80 people and we have housekeepers clean up. Like, it's not a family dinner. It's, like, a very large scale That's, like, a thing. catering event. event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I wrote the housekeeper. Like, I, I used the answer that I guess she had meant as a joke. And she was, like, very upset about it. That's an honest and answer. Mentioned it in front of the whole class, and like Aww. someone wrote this. I'm not gonna say who or whatever. And I'm like, oh, actually, like 
I grew up having a housekeeper and I didn't know it was unusual. And like, it was very like, it was very weird. Like it Mm -hmm. felt very, like I felt horrible. I'm like, I'm not like from uh, extreme wealth or something where it's like New York City housekeeper. The live-in. Elite. It's just like, it's very common where I'm from. And like most of the people in my high school had someone come once a month or, you know, it's not like, it wasn't like a fucking, like a servant or anything, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I had a housekeeper here in LA that that would come over every other week. That was like my best roommate situation was like, because we didn't fight about cleaning ever. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, oh, we, we just like divide that into our rent or whatever. And so it was like, I felt very uncomfortable. And I think that it is like, again, you know, talking about tradition, wealth, roots, all those kind of things. Like, it can be very sensitive. Oh, yeah. And, like, even even though, like, that's a thing that's, like, a extreme privilege, it's, like, I still felt very, like, oh, she thinks I'm, like, a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, like, never looked me in the eye in the rest of the class. Like, just, like, very, very weird. So I think that we can be touchy about those things. I think that there's also, like, a lot of trauma that happens in childhood and homes and, like... Mm-hmm especially things that can be really difficult to get over any, any kind of trauma that happens. And and I think everyone does have trauma as a child because growing up is just hard. Cause it's not in your control. So you have no idea until you become an adult, how to parse through what is, what is like a problem with me? What, or what is how the world works? And what is something that someone else told me that I have believed and didn't realize was a choice? Mm-hmm. Well, and also totally. too, that housekeeper, I mean, yeah, cause think it's like, it's also like linguistics in a way. Cause if you say someone here has a housekeeper, your mind because of me, like truly in like a media portrayal does go to Richie Rich. It does go to, you know, live in butlers and their characters that help you with your schoolwork and clueless. And then also obviously the racial connotations that it can have also like there's, you know, it's a load, it can be a loaded thing, but yeah, there's, it's all levels. Like some people have live in people and that is an entire, like, that's like, so such a nice place of privilege like if you can have someone helping you and your kids or whatever but also like yeah I I think like my first roommate after breaking up with my ex here in LA like we hired a cleaner to like come we both chipped in 40 bucks and they she cleaned the shit out of our like entire apartment I was like and for me I was like oh we're fancy like oh this is fancy and it was like well also again I I grew up in such being this Libra, like I had a mom who was really fancy and put together. And then I had a very super schlubby dad who would snub his nose at her too. Like, so I would see both sides of like class warfare inside my own home, which can make it's, it is class. I mean, that's well, a the- huge topic right now. Like everyone's thinking about class and dynamics, like it's on full display. So it sucks that you're made to feel bad, but it's, it is interesting how it's taken out of context. Like it's totally taken out of context of what it is really, what you really mean. And I'm air quoting mean, cause you're just doing what you were doing. I was like, just being honest. And yeah. like, I think it came off as like, Oh, I'm at, I'm writing a joke answer or whatever. And it's like, honestly, uh, like, I don't know who would clean up if like, 
if it would be like me and my cousins or like I don't know like I don't I can't like make a guess at what the answer is you know mm-hmm. we've, we've never done that shit and then like like if we didn't have if we didn't go to that like Thanksgiving big family thing like we probably wouldn't like have one at home we'd probably just like get food from like my mom's restaurant or something you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. like we wouldn't well, like really fucking do anything but that's what I mean where it's like if she would have probed deeper and asked like what the thing is is because it's like well I your mom make like dedicated her life to serving people food and doing all these things so yeah, when yeah. everybody else normally not everybody else I and mean, there are other people who work in and own restaurants and, and whatever but it's like <laughs> That's an opportunity for other people to do what your mom does all the time. So it's like, if you want a great, it's like people that do those things where it's like a lot of people that go out of town and don't, don't do things for the holidays because it's like, that's when I want to not have to entertain people and do that. Yeah. That's, that's what I do all the time. So it's like the, I think what's interesting about it too, is that it's, and this is true for all of the houses that we've discussed so far. And will be for the for the foreseeable future until we get to seventh and on. Is that these are all houses that you like can't see either, uh-huh. um, because they're below the horizon. If we're thinking about it in terms of like the 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 literal makeup and like the movement of the sun, these are all like nighttime places for the for the chart mm-hmm. um, or like hidden places. So when you have stuff there, I mean, we all even if you have don't have planets there, we all have. Like you can't, you don't know. Some people project their, their upbringing out mm-hmm. um, in ways both known and unknown, but most people, you have no idea what they, what they come from or where, like what their fourth house is because it's the most hidden private thing. You don't see, people don't walk around with their family, like tree on them or their <laughs> like stats or whatever. Like here's where I'm from or whatever. Well, like, there's some girls that you, do love that ancestry.com. So maybe, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure. Of course, you know, but it, but it's that thing. So I think it, a lot of times is, is more, you know, with everything, it's what people are projecting onto us and mm-hmm. what people are then feeling betrayed about because they project it onto you a certain thing that like oh well I can't I'm assuming everybody else is like me yeah and then you realize oh no they're they're not yeah and even if you are someone that is outwardly or at least again when I say outwardly social media right like something I can see that you're close with your family you're never gonna know the full tea Mm -hmm. on maybe this family didn't speak for eight years and now we're finally back together who knows because if that's not a a social media post isn't a fourth house thing. That's like an 11th house or a third house or a the 10th you know, even whatever. That's yeah, like building yeah, your status a, of like, I am a family yeah. woman. Here's what I publicly want you to see, but we have no idea what those, mm-hmm. intera- what those dynamics are. You're not seeing that, you know, and that's, what's like the, the interesting thing about it. Even someone I would love to know now, this is making me think of like, um, Kardashian charts. Oh, of like, yeah. What the, what the switch is between like public and and private and what how those placements might literally reflect like oh here's our reality show about our home but I was thinking of like even something like that that's still a like specific curated thing totally Kim kept coming up for some fourth house stuff when I was doing some planet in the houses research and I can't let me pull that I, I can't I can't find an accurate source right now, but I think she has her moon in the fourth house or some other things. There were I kept seeing Kardashian and Jenner names coming up, and I was like, mm-hmm. like of course, like I, you, you're gonna have this outward projection, but 
obviously from what we've seen and not to get into Kanye knocking, I don't know why I just knocked on wood. Like it was like superstitious, <laughs> but like you have to talk about Kanye, but it's like, yeah, when you see pictures of them in their Tahoe crying, it's sad. I, I don't know. How do you not feel like a little like, and of course uh, the Kardashians are like fucking killing women in like Bangladesh in their factories. So like, okay, this is all like levels and check-in, but that is inherently sad. Like to, to see a, like people, someone you share children with and you're like, crying and fighting in public that's and that's not making it to the show let's just say like that's just Mm -hmm. making it to our nosy asses computer screens Mm -hmm. i'm 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 sure there's so much we haven't seen and again i mean god even even the stuff with caitlin jenner was a total uh i wasn't gonna say twist but i mean it definitely shook up the family dynamics because i'm now okay up hills update Finished the regular season, Hills. Now I'm on to new beginnings. On to new beginnings. Oh okay. my god, Brody. I know. the f- Also, the format of new beginnings, I'm kind of mad because it's not... I thought they would continue the vibe and look, but now they have confessionals and it's way more Jersey Shore in terms of like art direction, so I'm not thrilled about that. I do love that they're all 35 and partying with 22-year-olds and they're all like, I haven't been out in eight years. What am I doing here? And like very confused. <laughs> It's very sad. It's very sad. So that's an interesting watch on that part. But yeah, Brody and talking about his family and also that Caitlin took the name Caitlin after he got married to a lady named Caitlin. I'm just like. Oh, I tried to write a stand up bit about <laughs> yes. how that's you like. Know- you know Caitlyn's like a real woman because only a stepmom would do that. Like <laughs> only like a stepmother yes. would be like, I'm taking everything, including your name. Oh my it's, which I love. Like and that also, is such a bold move. And also again, if Caitlyn resonated with Caitlyn, this name's been in her notebook for years and years, and then Brody so happened to meet another Caitlyn with a K. And then Caitlyn, as we all know, famously know, broke from the got the K clan and made it a C. So that was just it was really interesting to hear all this kind of like family update because that it would it's just it's interesting and I also watched I am Kate when it was out on E or Bravo you think it was E back in the day everyone e. slammed it said it was shit I thought it was really good not because of Caitlyn Jenner Caitlyn Jenner is a the whitest Republican lady on planet Earth Caitlyn like, might as well change your name to Karen uh, let's just- <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Karen with a C. Karen Jenner. But I knew a Karen all, with a C. Real. Yeah, Whoopi all, Goldberg is. Karen? With a C. What? What is her real name? Oh, I had no idea. Uh, but that show was really interesting just because of all the trans activists that they put around Caitlyn, prob- I'm assuming for the first time in her life. And that show was just too, it was so advanced, but it was so funny that they'd have all these. And God, I'm so sorry I'm forgetting all these amazing women's names of like these million amazing scholars and authors and they're just so cool. They're just so cool. And Candace Kane. And then it'd be like Caitlyn Jenner, like, we're going skiing. (laughs) 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 I was like, Caitlyn does not know the journey she is on and that she's is helping. She is helping with visibility. Um, I mean, again, she has a lot of things to learn about privilege and you know, tons of tons of shit like that. But yeah, that's my, like, home. That's the stuff I think we almost forget about a little bit with the Kardashian universe. Not that Caitlyn was written off, but she did kind of dip. She's not really around their universe as much anymore. Yeah, and, and I didn't mean mm-hmm. to say anything about, like, being a real woman because I think all different 
Like, I, I think all trans women are real women. I think all trans men are real we- men. And I think that there's a non-binary in between, too. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't mean We're, if it came off like that. No, I didn't it, mean it, it came it off like, like a funny stand-up joke, Lisa. So. Yeah, yeah. That, was, okay, that wasn't yeah. a – that, to me, again, anyone can be offended. Uh, I wasn't offended by it. I thought it was really funny. And – and yes, and also we've been like turf behavior is something that is new, just like racist behavior not that it's new, but it's something that we newly need to be like, hey, I did think that that was this, and just think about like think about that yeah. and maybe adapt. I mean, y'all for our chart readings, we had preferred pronouns on that sheet for so long, and one of you said it's not preferred; it's my it's pronouns, and I was like, fuck, that is like that is correct. And I've tr- I've done that for other people. I've seen that on forums, or I've seen that in classrooms. And I've gone, hey, I've I have now learned that it's it isn't preferred. It's it's, it's we all have to get there uh, together. So I think this is like yeah. no kudos, kudos to all. Um, um, call, we're transforming think- call out culture to call out learning culture. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm hoping. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I think too with the with the IC being the cusp of the fourth house, it is like the jumping off point. So I think there is a, and I think with, with rights issues, we see it often too, where it's like, well, this is where I come from and this is what I meant. And this is my intention. And it's like, well, I, we are having to learn that still, if those things hurt someone right. that it just, because it's what you know, doesn't make it okay. And like, yes. so I think it is, it, it is still something to honor in a lot of places where like, especially when we see people overcome it. It's something that we always like as a society Mm -hmm. really value when we see someone who grew up in this like horrible, like whatever, and they've overcome it. And it's like, I think, you know, that the over, like overcoming of it is very MC, right. It's very mid heaven. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I think that the, uh, the fourth house stuff is like, you still have to deal with that every day. And, you know, whether, you know, you grew up without a lot of food in your house. And so you like, like I had a roommate that would like keep a cracker in a, a <laughs> like one Ritz in the oh. box in the thing. And it's like, well, like there, you had a lot of kids in your house growing up. So like, Mm. you would you would like probably have sneaky Heidi food stuff like it just happens that way and like whether it's that or like you know I I grew up with a parent that had dementia and we didn't know that for a long time so it's like a lot of like weird like literal insane person behavior was happening in my house and it's like learning how to be like calm and stable but still like have fun is like a Mm. thing I do on the day-to-day or like there, there's a number of different, I mean, overcoming, like, sexual abuse or physical trauma in the house, like, that's something that even though people have, quote, unquote, overcome, it's still something you think about, maybe not every day, but when something comes up and you see violence on TV or hear someone scream in your neighborhood, it's still something that's, like, triggers that old emotional response. So I think, like, while the Midheaven might seem very, like, look at how far I've come. And when we get there, I'm sure we'll find that it is. It is still rooted in this kind of fourth house. Like, and I think it is a way to like ground ourselves. Mine's Leo and it's, I don't have any, any fire like Mm -hmm. in my chart really. So it's interesting to me to think I have that innate root of motivation. And my mom has always said like, Oh, you, you, you've always been able to like stick by your guns really easily. And like, be like, 
if I if I had to get up early for something I would or like if I wanted to do things on my own I would so I think it's interesting to like think of that as the oh I do kind of have this fiery like underneath Mm -hmm. well well and it's the stuff that you don't see you have that like you said you don't have fire but you don't necessarily see all of those things but we do see you are a motivated person out in a public but we don't know the specifics of like why you are like that or what that means for you on a day-to-day like what you're doing to gas yourself up or or whatever and it's like the you know I watch all these like home improvement shows and they will show some like uh examples of like the remodel where they'll be like here's where we started but then like we kind of have to like gloss over it and we really want to just get to the end where it's like we want to see how far something came and you can't show all of the days of construction because it takes months and months at a time so we just kind of highlight these specific things that can be like explained or whatever because no one wants to see them laying down each piece of tile or what Mm -hmm. or doing the insulation or whatever but it's like that's what it takes to rebuild a house right so like but but what we see is the finished product we see those before and after pictures but you don't realize like how we don't want no one wants to know or like no one can know all of those things like Mm -hmm. I think the the Leo-ness um of that all too and this is just something that was brought up on our Instagram too because these these chart I don't know what the term is like the the cusp ruler right which is going to be the arena of your life that it is like it's not that you are a Leo house person you know like you're 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 trying to have this Leo viewpoint or this Leo lens over this home life and then if we look to the the sun and then if we look to the sun which is Taurus it is I think that's just fueling then serving yourself and doing what you need to do to be your like to be your best self I know it's like cheesy and it's like doesn't everyone try to do that it's, the answer is no. no I do think I mean again I'm a western modern astrology person and I I do think the sign just gives so much context of that of that house ruler and then looking at that planet combined I think it's bonus points I know some people are strictly no it's just the planet don't look at the house like and who's ruling it per se just look to that to the planet guy sure I think it from just reading charts and talking with y'all, like I do think it does give that interesting insight because I think, yeah, if that was a Capricorn house for you, Lisa, it maybe be a little more work. I think it'd be a little more aimed and goal toward work versus that like you get up and go to the ocean at like, I don't know what time you yeah. go, but like, <laughs> but you go and that's to serve that. It's like, I'm starting this day. I'm doing this for myself. And I think that is charged because Leo's, who who doesn't do the most shit for themselves on the daily than a goddamn Leo? Like they, it's. Yeah. I know we say Taurus, mm-hmm. but it's, I'm coming in Leo. All those fixed babies. So I think that does really color that goal. And and also, who knows? Maybe life circumstances could have pointed you in a way to do the opposite and only serve others. But you're here to do that for your own home. Is to put is to do what feels right for you first. That is it. I, I have this Libra shit and I've been like moderating my whole family my whole fucking life. And I'm like, there it is. I'm ready to like hang up this moderator uh, jacket that I've been wearing. Of like, when you said Thanksgiving, I went to three because no one could talk to each other. And again, I know there's people who have no food and don't go to anything. And also Thanksgiving's problematic, whatever. But like, 
I'm just like thinking back. I'm like, oh, this is stuff I didn't even know was because I'm in my family. That was normal to me. That was normal Thanksgiving. Like my mom doesn't talk to her mom. So I'm going to go to my mom's in the morning, my dad's in the afternoon and my grandma's at night. I was always one, two, three. Like I wasn't even balancing two. I was like balancing an extra one like on my foot. And it took being older being like oh you got all these things did you have the option to like not go I'm like not go no like I'm just balance it all we just do it and it's like no like that's these this is like hopefully and then this unseen stuff as astrology people we can now look at it and go okay I'm seeing myself like I'm seeing that story and sometimes it is blown out like a lot of these things with the fourth house yeah it's gonna come to back to chaotic households to maybe abuse as a child to all this stuff that is not fun to talk about like I mean I think it's fun I love juicy shit like this but like I know that it cannot be it's not as like ooh, I'm talking about like gossipy or you know juicy stuff it's it's heavy like some people and this might be the first time you're maybe even thinking about this in your life if you're looking at your chart and that's I mean that's a journey in and of itself well then it's like think about I think that's why you can't talk about anything in astrology without talking about the opposite thing because on the other side of your IC is your MC and so that's like not necessarily what um how you feel but mm-hmm. it's like this is what the world sees you as and a lot of times that is a response to the opposite thing of what you were given as a kid mm-hmm. that's you hear so many parents saying you know, I want to give my child what I never had, or this is not, I want to help bring this out in the world because I didn't feel this way growing up. And I realized that this is something that I actually really thrive in. And I think for someone like you, Stevie, who has their moon up in the 10th house Mm -hmm. too, that's, so it's like, oh, my actually, my emotional needs, uh, Am I still here? Sorry, I got oh, yeah. some spam call. Okay. My emotional needs are actually really at odds with how my upbringing was. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, it's figuring yeah. out, oh, just because this is the structure I was given does not mean this is the best structure for me. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong. Again, there's nothing wrong with it and inherently because we have no choice over what structure we're given. But that does not mean, again, that continuing this house model that we cannot remodel. It's going to take work. Remodels are long and there's a lot of fucking thing. Yeah. Always is more money than you think. And it's all, <laughs> there's always problems that you there's did not a, see coming. Always a have, beam, always a beam yeah. that needs to be put in or taken down. You're and, like, why is that beam six grand? Like, and sometimes we realize that there are structural things that we simply cannot change. That again, that does not mean that we cannot remodel, but sometimes it is much more like we have to just contend with a tree that has to stay. So you build around it and you, and you acknowledge that this is why it was like, there not to say not these are not speaking about like structural uh big systemic problems Mm -hmm. you know what I mean the metaphor falls apart a little bit there but it is like you can't change but this is still personal I feel I find this home to be still very personal rather than that societal structural right like I think think, yes well because I think too it's like in a in a remodel metaphor uh like sometimes it's like you can't knock down that wall it's structural so it's like, and, and there are a lot of things we can't go back in our past. We cannot undo who our family is. We cannot, uh, like go back. We don't have time machines. We can't undo things that we have done mm-hmm. to a certain degree. And a lot of those things are motivated by the structure, but, but, and it's before that we were aware how motivating or how much this structure influenced us. But once we're aware, oh, now we know, okay, Hey, yeah, I can't get rid of this thing, but I can paint this wall a different color and I can do that. And I might always be kind of bummed that like, oh man, I wish I had 
I wish I would have bought a different house because Mm -hmm. then I could have made this thing. But this is the one, this is where we're at. Yeah. I think too, some things I was reading about the fourth, 10th access to like the fourth being home and parents, parents overall, but also the 10th can also be, usually I was reading something like the fourth and 10th can be both of your parents. Like one is one Mm -hmm. house and one is the other. And thinking of that, like that, while like I had a very like type A Virgo mom who kept a clean house, I had a way more like emotionally, uh, ne- probably a lot of blurred Neptune dad that overshared that was a, like inappropriate with his kids in terms of therapizing his kids or having like little therapist children. And that 10th house moon that you brought up, I feel like my mom was always like, be an independent bitch, be- work for yourself, never rely on no one. Like you're going to work, you're going to do your thing. But then also when I got back home and I was like, I'm independent. I do my own thing. I know one, I don't answer to no one. It's like, okay, I meant that for other people, not like your mom, me. Like I'm, I meant like, yes, go out and do this thing. But like, bitch, no. And so it's it's interesting that – but that was nurtured. That was that 10th house. And I'm lucky it was nurtured. For some people, you're going to have your planets and all these things in different places. And they're begging for that activity. And sometimes we don't get it. And sometimes we're going to have to go out and get it. For ourselves and it's hard it's not mm-hmm. not an easy feat uh damn i love the fourth every house i'm like i love this house it's so interesting uh should, let's go should we let's go, go through, through should we do a little runny run okay so this is fourth house all the planets and whatnot again obviously aspects and what your sign of your planet is in is gonna color your whole situation but that's astrology for you so i think the sun uh, like on the obvious end is going to be this constant strive to create that perf- that ideal, that dream, that family that, that aligns with your purpose home life, to be someone that is constantly thinking of that longer road rather than I think maybe short-term stuff. I think this, again, for all 4,000 people might be uh, an interesting struggle of like, this is going to be like a long haul emotional journey. This is going to be a long haul. Like this is for your home. This is like, this is the structure as Julia said. So I think this is like someone that probably is like loves the Zillow app as well. Like it's just like seeing that like, yeah, I love this apartment. And then I'm like, I'm go, I'm getting that house. Like I'm looking forward to have my home to create something. And I think, again, this can apply for a lot of these other planets too. But I, this is the sun. This is like what I'm out to do. Yeah, the book says similar things. It also mentions that one or both parents might have strongly influenced their young life. Ooh. Is this mm-hmm. the dumb, dumb astrology yes. book? Okay, astrology book for dummies. Everyone messages us and goes, what's the book? And it's like, it's the astrology book idiots. for dummies. Complete idiots. idiot's guide to astrology. Oh, the complete idiot's guide. I kept going to astrology. Astrology if you're a dumb it, bitch. It, it, like, <laughs> are you an idiot? <laughs> Me. I relate. Relatable content. Uh, the moon. So I think this is going to want deep, intimate connections with people, um, someone that you feel, people that feel comfortable to come over for wine or to watch a movie that you can invite into your house to feel cozy and to have, you know, a lot of serenity. You want, you're striving for that serene home, like all of that um, grounded center, like pulled, I mean, it's the moon anchoring at the bottom of your chart. So it wants to feel comfortable and this was from i.horoscope.com, which I, I didn't expect to read this for them. And again, everyone's life is different. But when the moon in the fourth – with the f- moon in the fourth house 
It moves all the time. It won't be able to settle in one place, realizing that home can be anywhere in the world. Their favorite places are near water and a need for change in their environment. So it's possible for them to change houses or rearrange furniture as often as possible. So I thought that was interesting flip too because if you have like a fourth house dallium and you're like, oh my God, these bitches are going to tell me that I like stay home all day. <laughs> like it's not, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think there's always going to be like an importance in home. But again, this is if you are a big travel bug and you're going to make home, you're going to make the places you travel home. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, mm-hmm. I'm here for a minute. Bye-bye. I, I used to that- constantly, tr- like, redesign my bedroom as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. not always, wasn't always able to do it, but I would have, like, moments where I'd be like, oh, I want this. And I would, like, plan it and, like, look at look at the thing, like, look at furniture online and oh, whatever. Oh but, God. like, all of, that makes sense of the, like, changing, changing furniture around like moving things around necessarily Mm -hmm. because it's not the one it's it's the I think it's like the control over the space not so much the space itself but it's like the ability to make it reflect how you feel emotionally I'm sorry Lisa I cut you off yeah you didn't um I think that in astrology we find often that uh like the absence of one thing creates dependence for another like I've had to I've, I didn't have to. I've been asked to and agreed to, like, read people's charts that are friends a lot lately. And um, I have said things, you know, where it's like, I, we're not that close and I feel weird saying this or I don't need an ask or, you know, kind of weird stuff where I'll, I'll talk about a sign and uh, someone will say something like, oh, well, I've dated someone of that sign and they're not like that at all. Uh, and I'm like, oh, the worst yeah. comments on Instagram, by the way. It's like <laughs> that. That wait, that thing doesn't apply particularly to me. What the fuck? And it's like, oh my god, we're reaching well, here, wider audience. Hello. Uh, and like, I do reframe it and say because like one of the things was about Capricorns being being aspirational and like motivated and you know very like uh, they have a lot of goals and like you know they're they're like on the up and up. They're coming. They're climbing those stairs. You know and. Uh, they were like, oh, I dated this Capricorn who was really not that way. And, and like, I kind of have to reframe it and say, like, no, they really are. It's like mm. they aren't able to achieve just because they're, they, they, it, it, sometimes we see that when someone's so focused, say, moon in the fourth house, like, we're so focused on our home life that it doesn't mean that you're always home. Right. It just means that it's a constant struggle for you. And maybe that's why you travel so much to find out mm. where you want to be. Maybe that's like, because I think there is kind of that inner burning like thing of, Oh, like home is important to me and I want it to be the best place or mm-hmm. whatever. I want to know it's where I fit in and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like the same thing with like, you know, dating and Capricorn. It's like, no, 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 no. They compare themselves to every other person. They want to be exactly like this. They want big things, mm-hmm. not being able to achieve them. That's something else. There's a ton of stuff that gets in the way psychologically, socially, structurally, mm-hmm. all the other stuff. But it doesn't mean that they're not that thing. Yeah, well, it's that's the poten- a great point. It's the potential to unlock too. Like if they're if they're a Cap Sun with a Cancer Moon in the in their moons in the fourth house, maybe they don't feel that identity at home. Again, we have to look at all the um, aspects of the chart because it's going to color that experience that you're having. But yeah, I think uh, when I posted the gorgeous picture of Julia and all the Cap Moons with all their bone structure, all these Capricorns in the goddamn comments were like. I don't have a nice jaw. I'd go to their profile. I'm like, 
all I see is nice jaws right here. Like, you don't have to have the nicest, sharpest jaw. I'm just saying, like, cat people got those bones popping out all over the place. And let yourself, yeah, maybe you're in 18th place, Capricorn, you competitive ass, but you're still ranking, okay? So, like, just allow yourself to rank. And my, my new boss actually yelled at me, and I have three cat placements, so maybe you'll, like, but, because... Uh, like these girls kept coming out of the bathroom and being like, there's no toilet paper, there's no toilet paper. I was the only girl working inside of the brewery. And I, so they were like, can you go? But I'm new. So I don't know where anything is. I'm like, where's the toilet paper? Where's the key? How do I like do this? I don't know where anything is, but I'm the only girl. So the guys can't go in and do it. And so I was like asking my manager, I'm like, there's no toilet paper. I'm like, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And then um after I came out he was like thank you so much for catching that and like doing it and I was like oh I did it I'm like a bunch of people complained he's like just take the compliment I'm your manager don't tell me that I'm like the like just take the compliment you have nice bone structure let it go yeah Mm -hmm. except well it's the same with like the housekeeper thing in a way it's like I said I was housekeeper it's like let's talk about it it's like let's let's just take the information let's we don't have to like caps analyze and this it's like yep yep that's it okay moving on um yeah let's move to mercury i think these are gonna maybe have be people that have that natural parental way of communicating maybe people come to you for that motherly or fatherly or whateverly advice um i think to uh i think this might be interesting if you're looked at for this parental advice, because I think it might be hard to change the things that you think work. You know how like parents are like, no, that works. Like I've no, cause I've been around the block, sweetie. It's like, yeah, but you still are living a life and can work. Whoa. Steve just walked into frame and I just saw <laughs> so much nipple. Oh my God. Free the nipple, Steve. <laughs> he can't hear you. Oh, I know. Phones in. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Steve will listen later. He's like, Oh, I was told to free the nipple. Um, but yeah, I think Oh, he this... frees the nipple. He's regularly <laughs> shirtless. He's <laughs> never wearing a shirt. Know, like, he just takes nipples... it off in public. Yeah, I'm like, them nipples are wild. Steve's, <laughs> Steve's fourth house cup cup is nipple. <laughs> uh but yeah, I think if you're obviously if you're a more mutable Mercury or you have aspects going on, it, that might not be as much of a struggle. But I think this is a natural placement for that old wisdom and um uh, just still sample. You're not done collecting old wisdom. You got your old wisdom for a reason because you sampled, but you're not done. Let's teach this old dog some new tricks. Obviously, it depends on sign, but I I can see this being a very like supportive mm-hmm. Mercury placement where it's very encouraging and um, like learned, like wanting. And but also, I think all of all of the placements that I like the the kind of like uh, parenthetical world is like foundation where it's like, I think this is also like a very completist kind of person, the person who thinks very much from like a, I don't want to say like linear necessarily, but like we start with this thing, like very, um, this makes sense, not like a wild thinker per se, but it's like, we start from the bottom. We make sure that we know all of these things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, Venus. So I think, find like Venus and the moon to sometimes want similar things, you know, emotions and that security, you know, I think they link up in a lot of ways. Um, I think this could be someone since we want, again, we want those deep connections. We want to like 
be romantic. This is very romantic. This is, I mean, this is home. This is like letting someone in those Venusy things to a very sacred private place. Also, this you know, obvious side note that Imuum Coeli, I love that it's Latin for bottom of the sky. Like that's just such a beautiful term. And just thinking of that, like it's not like it's not unaccessible. It's the bottom of the sky. It's just not where you tend to look. I don't ever what's the what is the bottom of the sky? And I think that that's very much with Venus is you can maybe idealize relationships um, or like, I don't know if anyone saw Midsummer, but that scene where the guy is like, does you do you feel held by him? Do you feel that thing? They're going to want that instant connection, that twin flame, that soulmate energy, which is sexy and it's great. But I think sometimes <laughs> I wrote this down for both for something else. I can't remember, but they're like. I think sometimes if you want so much soul connection, you can rule out people that take more time and or that t- need more. Uh, they're growers, not showers, maybe like yeah. someone that like needs a little more emotional investment. Because I know there's a lot of people and I've worked on dating shows, too, where it's like, I need to feel that instant connection. I need to feel this. And it's like instant connections are great. They can also be the biggest red flags in the goddamn universe. And you need to just be careful of people that can capitalize on someone who you're probably prone to like deep emotional connections often with good friends with lovers etc those things are like inexplicable and I think that sometimes that also mean like which is enticing but also um like vague and always unreachable because it's cannot be explained or quantified or qualified yeah and not to say that those things that are inexplainable are invalid or not don't have value and aren't like important but it can't be like we do need to be able to explain something like, and right. I think that there's that quality where it's like, that's the 10th house. When, that's I'll the 10th house. Explain to I, me. Why. Yeah. I'll just know it when I know it. And it kind of abdicates us from some responsibility of like figuring out what it is that we, what we are looking for, where it's kind of projecting, I think out that thing into like, Oh, well they'll just bring it to me as opposed to know what I want. Here's the, the specific feeling I want, even that, even being able to describe that is more than just like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. totally. Well, and it's a you, I think this goes again, we keep talking about like maybe like home and parents and those structural things. This can also be like nationalism and can also be yeah. like, you might only fucking date people from your hometown and maybe it's time to get the fuck out. Like this can be really rooted in the familiar and sometimes it's the familiar that we like. Do you like that familiar? Because it's just what's familiar sometimes. So it's just, mm-hmm. again, it's not to be harsh on, harsh anyone's mellow. It's just a check-in because I think, yeah, a home space can be engulfing. It's it's all we've known for the most part. It's like where we're first waking up and seeing where we're from. And I Well, think- it's the, like, it's, is this true or is this familiar? Mm-hmm. Or, or like, is this the way that it is or is this just what I know things to be? And those things are we are we able to change them or not because again like some some walls are structural some can be knocked down and you can have a big old open space mm-hmm. where there was not mm-hmm. and also just again I'm re- I reiterate just to be for clarity this is maybe you know what our this house is asking these planets to do if you're like oh I'm Venus fourth mark I've never dated someone from my hometown I've never I've only go out I never do this like maybe take a look around your home. Like, again, it's always, like, the high, the highest possibility to, like, the lowest possibility and not in a high or low scale. Just, like, we can – we can. it's literally one way or another with these things. It's just saying for us to, like, take a look at this in your chart. It's asking you to be – it's asking to be looked at for a reason. So then Mars, too, 
I think this is also whether you like this made me think of like going back to that nationalism sort of stuff, like whether you like loved where you're from or you like hated where you're from, I think it's still going to be like who you are and it might color your your influence of like what you do. I kind of talk about it a little bit with Jupiter coming up too, but I think this is going to be something that's like a badge of pride too. Like, like I, this is, this is what I've done and this is where I'm from and this is how I know this stuff. Or also I think it could be people that are, that do directly um, interact with people like family or like they know them and that, that just kind of go in maybe, maybe guns blazing, joking right away. And I think that's just a reminder too. Some people are good are growers, not <laughs> showers and you might need to ease in with like recognize that some people need easing in versus just like going hard into like comfort like not your friends might not want to like watch your dog you know what I mean like it's like while that feels like rooted in family things like Everyone has different levels of what they're comfortable with. And Gosh, Stevie, I won't ask you to watch my dog. <laughs> Actually, Lisa, I was going to text you the other day that you're my favorite dog owner. Oh, Do you know how many people are annoying with their dogs? It's out of control. Wait, did I tell you my neighbor stole by the neighbor's cat? Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> no. Least... Save it for, save it for no, the fifth we'll we'll, Save we'll, for the drama. Because the drama. We'll keep it that, for later, later. And I'm yeah. like, that is a no. drama. Lisa, I was going to text you, like, straight up. I was like, I was because I was thinking about Deli, of course. I was thinking about Deli, your dog. And I was like. Oh, Lisa's just such a great dog owner. She's just like a straightforward, loving mom who just doesn't make it a thing. Do you know what I mean? I like, don't take him. No, I don't make him, I don't don't take take him to him. bars. I mean, I do. I've taken him a few places, restaurants, once in a while when it's necessary. Like, but you if I happen to be driving with him and I have to stop or whatever. But yeah, it's just, I'm not going to do know, it There's some that people way. that you call and they're like, yeah, I'll meet up. But the dog, hang on, I have to find a sitter. I'm like, isn't this something you have to do, like, every day? Like, how is this still dramatic at this point? Again, as a cat lady, you know, it's just a different universe. But I love you as a dog mom. I think you're the example of an amazing dog mom. Thank you. Was true. And not just because, like, and I will watch, I would love to watch Deli. I would Deli's like you, And he's very well behaved, which makes it very easy. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, that family drama of, like, my dog, my this, this, and it's, like, not everyone's like i was gonna say not everyone cares but like not everyone yeah they don't not everyone wants to be integrated they don't don't want to be integrated in that way uh anywho jupiter i think this can definitely be abundance um from that background from your home from your family um there's i love connor o'malley he's a hilarious comedian and he has this quote from like one of his like insane talk show in the river videos it's like I'm just a kind of guy that hangs out with cousins. And I'm like, that's like reminds me of like Jupiter and fourth house where it's like, maybe that's that big family, big family. Maybe it's that family business or inheritance or like, just like it's Jupiter's making this. I'm seeing succession. You know, I'm seeing just like, everything's big. Everything's like a little blown up and I'll get back to Mars. I think this is, also maybe finding that jupiterian luck through your family maybe it is writing about your family maybe it is writing about your hometown um it's it could also maybe again jupiter loves has those beer goggles on sometimes so i think it can idealize make things like i have this grand big marriage i have this grand big relationship i have this grand big home and it's like but how did you pay your taxes like you know like it's like doing the steps of like go like i want it big i want it big but you're gonna have to structural you're gonna have to check those beams you're gonna have to like you know root yourself in reality a bit like jupiter's so great and so fun and big but it's not reading the fine print often if not ever i 
I think that's one definitely too that's like not everybody had the same experience as you perhaps where it's mm-hmm. like a very it could be a very that's yeah, maybe like a you very, had a like, housekeeper <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but like a very fortunate a fortunate placement perhaps like that one reads very like supportive um but it's like yeah not everybody had that Mm-hmm. And I think it's like when you do have that, like I love my friends that come from these, you know, seemingly as healthy as you can be families. I think I'm like, this rocks. Like I love this is like cool that you had that, but it's it's not as easy as that a lot of like mm-hmm. pretty much ever. Um, so, you know, just keep that Jupiter, make it make it all big. But there's Saturn is back to ground us, of course. So Saturn, I think, is definitely going to want maybe not want require uh you know then an apartment that feels good your family's affairs are in order like yep i call my mom on mondays you know i only email my dad this is like the you know these are the systems i have in place for functioning within my family so that i can access joy like sometimes you need to like here's my homework this is my family and home homework and then hopefully then i can make space for more pleasure and if you're saturn fourth it's like yep i said pleasure uh try to get it and i think to this can also indicate maybe being that uh, kid that was an adult, like a young adult having maybe having to raise yourself, maybe having to put up boundaries really young or or maybe even now. Uh, yeah, and just being – there's a lot of responsibility that probably fell on your shoulders, whether that was emotional responsibility or actual like giving your like, – helping your parents pay rent or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right chug, keep a chug. Okay, uranus. uranus uranus so obviously this can be a bit more of a messier less saturn home it can be literally messy figuratively messy whatever that is maybe family members come and go uh maybe that's like a cousin that lives there for the summer or this person that goes here or whatever maybe there's lots of moving or maybe if since it's that more I don't know, not traditional, not feeling cozy home. It might make you want to leave home sooner rather than live there your whole life. Um, Also, this could be a natural indication of someone that could really like to live on the road or do RV living or be bi-coastal or, um, you know, change. You know, Uranus is the change planet, so it makes sense that maybe – you had a lot of change around you that didn't feel right. And it's like, Ugh. or this could say, Hey, yeah, you do have a lot of change, but like this could work for you. So let's like use this power that we have. Um, so you can stabilize what does feel like a changing home that it's at least it's your changing home. This is very like non-traditional to me mm-hmm. energy, obviously, which is like a very literal reading. And I think that depending on the, the placements and aspects Two, that could be, like you said, either like you're going to buck against that and be like, no, I want the tradition. Or I think a similar with the Jupiter where it's like if you have if you grew up in a very like open minded home, a very non-traditional sort of thing like that is not what everybody else. grew. I'm, I'm thinking specifically of a friend and now I'm like, oh, I want to know. I'm like trying to do the math in my head that had like a super um, not I don't want to say super non-traditional, but like has very a very unique relationship with her like siblings and parents and family. And I'm like, that is not what most people mm-hmm. have. And it's really colored her, her experiences and the way that she lives in a very positive, great way. And I'm like, that is so it's like such a unique thing that no, but not nobody, but like, that's not what most people's experiences are. So you got to like, keep that in mind when you're uh, like, evaluating how other people are doing things and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I could even see it too being like every family member is like totally different. Like you have a goth yes. sister and you have like a preppy mom or whatever. Or I could see it too. Like we all do travel baseball together and that – because that's an unusual life too. I think – it's something that isn't going to be – maybe you lived at the edge of a bog. I don't know. Like things that weren't like that you would normally see. I see very Matilda household as well. If mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Matilda. Neptune, I think again, I think this is going to be naturally like a very loving home. Like Neptune, again, wants the joy. It wants to feel, you know, all those nice loving kissy feelings. But there could also maybe be a little bit of mystery of like – uh, we'll get to Pluto with like straight up family secrets, but I think there might just be like blurred timelines, blurred storytelling, blurred lore of who people were. Maybe your parents blurred some lines, acting more like friends and paternal figures. Again, it's just like, I don't think it's going to be as straight and narrow. Like Uranus is like, yeah, this is fucked up. And Saturn's like, yeah, this is rigid. And Neptune's like, I don't really know. Sometimes we did this and then other times we did that. And it kind of just would change. But I think definitely needing a grounding and soothing home is going to be important. Um, Like if you come home to a studio apartment that's like filled with rats and shit and you have dishes piled up, you have to like just take care of it and not reject your home. You're going to have to find something that makes you feel there, like putting up the beaded curtains, making it look cute. You know, train the rats to, you know, do your dishes or whatever. Like, make it like make it work for you because I think it's not going to be necessarily traditional, but it's going to need that more um, – it wants the traditional, but it's going to go about it in a different function, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, and Pluto. So this is obviously – can indicate some trouble maybe with authority growing up, family authority, and just straight up – maybe some family secrets some deception or just a very super dramatic family someone that likes the idea of uh the drama and the fighting or actually doing the straight up fighting um and you know that's again aspects and all that stuff but this can definitely on the other side too have like a very adult kid energy um needing some places to be that private self to like go in one yourself if you i've bet this uh, placement probably hated sharing a room I would think because you'd want like your own privacy and your own alone time and again the, this is all home and privileged places like we all can't do that um, yeah and I think too Plutus are so bonded when you're close you're close I feel like this is either going to be like I'm the cl- we're we are ingrained we are mixed together family like we we I can't like we are bonded this is my family for life or again that other flip of like I don't even know who these people are Hmm. yeah and that's it. Uh, the book mentions that Pluto. Oh, I just lost my page. Um, it did. It did say exactly what you said about like the bonding, mm-hmm. like that you, they're either very close or very far away. Um, but it also mentions that uh, they they kind of have to like, like you were saying about being your own parent with Saturn. Like they have to like um, do things like for themselves. They mm-hmm. they figure out how they have to do things for themselves Ooh, interesting so any coddling parents probably weren't having a great time with their Pluto <laughs> fourth yeah. house kids well, I think it can be a really like resilient placement to very like phoenix rising from the ashes which is something we always talk about with Pluto but I think definitely like that to me speaks of could be like a literal like your home was destroyed mm-hmm. um, and then had to rebuild your physical home or your family was in some way destroyed by something and having to rebuild a family. Like, so I think, you know, with all fourth house things that can speak to uh, think again, things kind of like circumstances in your home. And I think Pluto is the one where you really are like, Oh yeah, there there's something there that I, cause I think that's where those like really deep 
bonds can come from to a lot of times come from really traumatic, um, big events. It could also be, you know, something, uh, you ha- went from having like a poverty to someone like inventing something and becoming a millionaire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's ways I think it could go, it could go on a more positive bend, but I do think it's like the way that the way that things either separate us or bring us together is very Pluto in the fourth house mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. Well, that's the fourth baby. Yeah. I, I mean, it's- we didn't even cry. I know. We wanted to. It's too early to cry, I guess. Well, I will. Yeah. I will. Okay, should we well, just give it give me a sec. Hold hey, on. Okay, let's can you, <laughs> can you make yourself cry? I bet I, I could, could if I worked easily. it. I've never tried, I guess. I think I could now at a different point. I don't think I could, but I think right now I could for sure make hey, myself yeah, let me cry. Let me pluck a nose hair real quick. <laughs> no, I'm like are, I'm like am I going to cry now that I've just said it? No. Um, but we hope that someone cried. Tune in next time. This. Maybe we'll cry <laughs> on the fifth house. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? The fifth we'll house see. Is, the fifth house is, in, is such a such a slippery devil. But oops, I love the fourth house. And also, just want to reiterate, for all, like, anyone that had shitty homes and shitty parents and sh- all that shitty shit, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah. Not your fault. And it's not stuck that way. Nope. Either. So... And we yeah, love you. Yeah, okay. Get start start doing some demo demo days, baby. Where where your mommies now? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your